And a man who came into that side and played beautiful football on the biggest possible stage is Stewie Jew, who joins us now. Stewie, welcome. Yeah, hey, thanks for having me. Now, listen, that was an amazing day. We were all there, and it was uh, it gobsmacked in a lot of ways that you were able to overturn the Cats. And a lot of the credit at the time went to the coach, Al Clarkson. You are now a senior coach yourself. When you look back to that day, does he deserve all the credit he gets? <laughs> um, yeah, you could have some fun with this. No, but um, no, absolutely. Obviously, I'd spent a year out of footy, so when I came back um, and saw the system that Hawthorne were playing, I thought that they were obviously a step ahead of everyone else, and then obviously the, the big challenge is trying to execute it on the day against obviously what was such a dominant team in Geelong, but we're always confident we could we could roll them if we got the grand final day. And what about your effort there, Stewie? In two minutes, 47 seconds, you kicked two and you assisted in one. You're just a purple patch. Yeah, well, I, didn't, I, wasn't, I wasn't thinking I was going to rack up too many stats. So I thought I've just got to make them count. So, um, you know, that was at that point in my career, I probably had a, a good kick on me and that was it. So I thought every time I get it, I need to make sure I hurt the opposition. And sometimes you're just in the right place at the right time. And all the practice over the years um, paid off. So, Stewie, tell us about that. You had 2007 off. You play in this game in 2008. You have a great game. T- tell us about what happened. That How did it come about that you went to Hawthorne? Uh, just a connection, I guess, that I had with um, Alistair when he was he was the forward coach, actually, in 2004 at Port Adelaide. So, um, yeah, and he also coached my original team, Central Districts, in the SNFL. So we stayed in contact, and I was due to go back and play in the SNFL um, in 2008, and he sort of got, got a hold of that mid-2007, I think, and it sort of snowballed from there. I flew over a couple of times, had some kicks with him, did some training sessions, and then and then he just said, well, can you nominate for the draft? I think I nominated with five minutes to go because I was, I was just had in the back of my mind. I thought, oh, they, you know, he, he couldn't promise me, but he said he'd, he'd obviously get it done, and I'm sure there was a few arguments over the, the bordering table at Hawthorne at the time. Uh, but what about... Yeah. yeah. What about you, Stewie? Did you have any doubts in your mind? And was it particularly your kicking skill that um, that Clarko wanted to wanted to exploit in some way? Yeah, I think it was the, the ability of my kicking, I guess. and But also, I think the fact that I, I happened to play in the premiership as well, and they had a young list. So I think at that stage, it was probably Croft, the oldest, and then maybe, maybe Trent Crowe, and then myself, and then there was a bit of a gap. So... I think the experience um, was one of the main reasons. So I certainly had doubts. I just right out of my comfort zone, having grown up in Adelaide. And but it was the best thing I ever did was to 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 get out of the comfort zone and and uh, experience a different football environment. Shane Crawford retired after the yeah. game, of course. Now 23 behinds the Cats kicked, but 11. Kick. Oh well, they didn't kick them because uh, Stewie. 11 of those were rushed. What was the plan there? Oh, it certainly wasn't the rush 11 points, um, but we, you know, if you look back throughout that whole year, um, you know, we had, there was Brent Guerra, who was a really, really lethal left foot kick, Rick Ladson as well, left, just happened to be left foot, Grant Birchall, Luke Hodge and myself, and we all played down back. So, you know, we had a bit of a, you know, an idea that if you're under pressure and the ball's in play, if we could, if we can, if we can rush it and get it to a set play, then we, we felt we were a fair chance to take it length of ground. So, it just so happened that Geelong's pressure was so good on that day that we were forced to rush so many. All part, I think. I think Mark Williams snapped one from about 40 out. That was yeah. that wasn't part of the plan, and probably brought um, 
more attention to what it what it was. But if you look back, a lot of it's just under pressure, and we thought just get a reset and and try and maintain the ball. Stuart, you, you've been under under pressure the whole year, hadn't you? The initial selection um, by by Clarkson to to get you onto the list, and then. The actual selection in the grand final itself, uh, you then converted that in, into performance. Um, when you did that, and when that third goal personally went through for you in that game, was there a, a washing over of, of relief and, and personal satisfaction at that very point? Um, yeah, you're right, you're right, Damon. I was under a bit of, under a bit of pressure, mm. particularly in round two when I, I think I tried to kick it about 80 metres to, to Ruffy over in Perth and did my hammy, and I just thought, oh... This is this has not started well, um, but but then yeah, on, I guess on grand final day going into the game, I, I I actually felt a a lot of pressure from I guess a whole heap of reasons that you know Clark had put his neck on the line for me and the, and the football club really. So I thought I've got two hours to repay the faith, and and then when it when it eventuated, it, it was you're right. It, I think a lot of people were excited, and for me it was it was relief. Um, in that I hadn't embarrassed myself or the club and, and actually given something back for them, giving me a second chance. And, and when you do analyse it, and, and are you able to analyse it in, in a way that puts one of the two premierships you played in ahead of the other? Was the 08 one maybe more special to you for that reason? Um, I think in in that sense, there was a lot... Oh, so, so many emotions with both and, and obviously very lucky and... Um, at, at different times, you know, you do feel a little bit guilty having seen a lot of guys that haven't played in, in premierships that would have maximised their talent far more than me. Um, but the one with Hawthorne, I guess, coming in is for a specific reason, um, the experience of that, not only the, the premiership before, but the whole build-up to the week. Um, and I think that, that was one of, I guess, when I started to feel like the influence you can have on others um, through your own actions. Whereas in 2004, I'm not sure, I was probably 24, 25, and, and really a, a part of a, a big machine that we'd played really well and never got there. So um, finally getting there was, was that one of relief with Port Adelaide as well, but a different kind of relief. It was very much so, you know, luckily we got one after playing really well for three years. Hey, I don't know if you know or if you've seen the, the audio of Cam Mooney, uh, Stewie, talking about that shot on goal from five metres out at the halftime siren where he talks about all he wanted to do was start the greatest punch-on of all time. He didn't even think about kicking the goal. He just said, after I kick it into the second tier, I'm looking at the nearest Hawthorne bloke and going to belt the living shit out of him. Were you anywhere near that at that stage? I was down there, so I'm, I'm glad he didn't kick it and then start loading up on me. But uh, <laughs> I remember, I think when he marked it, I think maybe Hodge and I, we, it wasn't very much um, a big verbal session, but I think there was... <laughs> We might have just reminded him, gee, you wouldn't want to miss from here in front of 100,000. <laughs> so um, it was just one of you walk past and going back, you think, yeah, nah, you shouldn't miss from here, Moons, so that's for sure. So um, when he tried to kick it that hard um, and he missed, it was, I thought, hang on, this <laughs> this could go anywhere. I actually thought he was more chance to start swinging then when he missed. So I, sort of started, <laughs> I started running off, to be honest. I thought, I'm out of here. <laughs> hey, uh, as we let you go, what's your time uh, taking up at the moment? You're obviously stuck at home like the rest of us, but how are you doing that as a senior coach? Yeah, we're just obviously everyone's using the, the Zoom or Microsoft Teams and trying to communicate with with players, not only players but our staff as well. Um, John Haynes, our GM, and I spend a lot of time with one-on-ones with our staff, see how they're going, checking in, uh, but obviously with the AFL as well, looking for any kind of information and just planning as to what it looks like when we come back and 
um, you know, the other night, I think I said, the club got a big load of um, hand sanitizers delivered and we had to get it delivered to my house because no one's at the club, obviously. So, yeah, yep. I put it on the WhatsApp if everyone wants it. The next minute, I was driving to about 23 houses. So, <laughs> that was uh, lucky everyone lives really close, but I'd just drop it on their front fence and then text them and just let them know there's a delivery. So, we're still going, but we're just doing different tasks. So, who would have thought? Hey, mate, thanks so much for joining us, giving us an insight into what was an incredible game of footy, which we're about to play in its entirety next. Oh, very nice. Beautiful. I might tune in. Yeah, great. In, oh, yeah, great. Well done, mate. <laughs> Sorry, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, on you, Stewie. Good on you, mate. Yeah.